Minnesota State Fair is a lot, a lot of noise, a lot of people. For some people, a lot is just way too much. But this year, for the first time, the State Fair is taking steps to truly be the great Minnesota get-together for everyone. Is there someone in your family who feels overwhelmed by all the sights, sounds, and smells at the State Fair? This year, there's a less stimulating day just for them. Plan to visit on Monday, August 28th. On the Kidway from 9 to 11, and on the Mighty Midway from 10 to noon, lights and noises will be minimized. The flashing and beeping and loud music on the rides, games, and other attractions will be turned way down or turned off completely. Less will be more for those with sensory processing sensitivities. So get in on the fun at the State Fair. Moms, dads, caregivers, take note. That's Monday, August 28th from 9 to noon. See you there. The best healthcare is there in ways big and small. There when we most and least expect it. We may not see it, but we feel it. It lets us know we're not in this alone. Everyone deserves a healthcare partner who never quits. One who's there for what matters. United Healthcare, there for what matters. It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. Before she became an autism advocate and mom of four, Shaletta Brundage was an Emmy Award-winning comedian. Need something to put a smile in your face? Laughing with Letta is sure to tickle your funny bone. Check it out, but pee first and make sure you ain't drinking nothing when Shaletta's on a roll. That way you won't have anything to clean up when the podcast is over. I don't know how these people are going to recover. Whether this man is telling the truth about them or whether he is lying, this looks bad. Now, most everybody in America saw that blindside movie with Sandra Bullock about the family who took in the football player. They loved him like he was their own son. She won, Sandra Bullock won an Oscar. There was a book. The mom and dad were on the speaking circuit. They were making six figures to just go talk and say hi and bye at college campuses and theaters and, and big big performance centers around the country. Um, and, and the player went on to, to have a, a career in the NFL. And we thought that that was it. The, the, the pen had been put at the end of the story that this was done. But it was not. This man got married recently. 
and his wife is over there like Cuba Gooden Jr., like, show me the money. There's millions of dollars missing, and why are we going to your adoptive parents to get an allowance to take care of our family? We are capable, grown adults. We are a married couple. What is going on? Oh, wait a minute. They're not your adoptive parents. You're in a conservatorship. Wait a minute. Is your name Britney Spears? Because I don't really know what's going on. So now there's a lawsuit. People are calling for Sandra Bullock's Oscar to be given back. It's just gotten absolutely messy. The author of the book is in it. The parents are in it. The football player's in it. Sandra Bullock is in it. I got to get in it with my girl, Chrissy Peel from Media Mindfield. She's a PR marketing expert. She's got this amazing company, and all they do is handle problems uh, for people. When they have big problems in the public eye, they try to go in. Girl, you like the Kerry Washington of the Twin Cities. I'll handle it. It's handled. It's handled. It is handled. Okay, Media Minefield is hand- Media Minefield needs to handle this, girl, because it's a whole hot mess. Well, it's always good to talk to you, Shaletta. It's this one is a tough one because how can you handle it? The court of public opinion ultimately matters, and whether or not money exchanges hands in court or there's some kind of settlement. Everybody's reputation is damaged here. Everybody's reputation is damaged. So it's not good. But but where do you even start? Because this is an onion. This thing has layers. If you if the parents came to you and said, Christy, we heard about Media Minefield. You guys are good at handling really tough situations um, that have gotten messy in the public eye. We got some layers to peel back on this onion. How, How do we do that? If they called me, I would say, you got to tell me everything. Wait a minute. No, you want people to tell the truth? People don't tell the truth anymore, Christy Peel. You are the last person telling the truth. Okay, they want you to spin the lie. We need you to spin the lie, Christy Peel. You want the truth. Oh, my goodness, girl. I'm not. I don't spin lies, honey. I don't do that. You tell me the truth and we'll get to like the best public version so that we don't cause more damage and more pain for families, but I'm not spinning lies. Now there are people out there you can pay to do that. I won't do it. Yeah, I know, I know, I know that. I know that for a fact. Um, and and this is the thing, though. I just don't even know how they begin to rehab their image, how they begin to come to terms with what happened. Do they make a statement? Do they put out a statement? Do they have a, a PR person uh, come out and, and take questions like, you know, we're in the White House press room? I mean, this thing is big. It, it That should have happened. That's what's so sad watching it all is that it's whenever a family situation becomes public, and then other people involved are making comments and their friends are getting interviewed, they've lost control of the narrative. The parents have lost control. The football player has lost control. Everybody has lost control. So now it's going to be up to the public and other people are going to make money from this. Like where there's going to be a Dateline special. Netflix is probably making a show, right? I mean, this thing, we haven't heard the end of it. And the Blindside movie, probably people are buying it because there's a whole generation of folks who never watched it and are like, oh, really? She won an Oscar. What's this about? So this is past the point. Now, for me, the way I would define this, now it's reputation management, and it's a full-on crisis because damage has been done. Okay. When something like this happens, do you jump on it right away? You know, sometimes people say, well, if I don't say anything, it'll just go away. But is that the wrong approach to take when you have a situation like this? 
Yes, because no comment is a comment. And when people don't find information, they assume that someone is guilty. So we asked so-and-so for a comment. They said nothing. We, we all assume that they're hiding something. So the time for this to be handled would have been the attorneys. There were attorneys involved when these papers were being filed. That's when someone should have gotten a PR person in and there should have been a plan and there should have been a strategy and it should have been handled before it was filed and the social media, TikTok, everybody, Mm -hmm. everybody's talking Mm -hmm. about it and making now the one thing I will say, like that I think is really positive about this, Shaletta, and you and I might want to disagree about this. Okay. I do appreciate that this is bringing uh, racial conversations back to the forefront. Mm -hmm. It's bringing, bringing up, you know, white savior, that, that whole concept that we hadn't really as a country been talking about. We're talking about that again. And you and I, I think, agree that when people are having hard conversations with their people that they have friendships, relationships with who are different than them, that's a positive. So I'm, to me, what has come out of this is that I think we're having conversations that maybe we you know, forgot to have in the last 12, 18, 24 months. Okay, can I just tell you that I've never seen the movie? And the reason that I didn't go to see the movie was because I'm so sick of the White Savior movie. I'm sick of, you know, uh, different strokes, you know, and I never knew as a kid why my parents hated different strokes. They would not watch it. And we could not wait as kids to watch it. And, and I remember once I became an adult, I was like, okay, now I see. Because you're telling me that there was nobody in these kids' family who was black who could have taken care of him, an uncle, an aunt, a church member, a cousin, a niece, a nephew, a, a neighbor down the street. They got to go all the way uptown to the rich white guy's house so he can save these little black kids. Once I got to be an adult, I saw it. And, and that's the same way I felt about the blind side. I was like, okay, here's another white savior movie. And, it, you know, and it happens so often in movies about um, black people, whether historical or not. Um, that there's got to be a white savior. I remember Dave Chappelle uh, was talking about a TV pilot that he um, had, and they were like, well, you got to have a a white guy in it, and he's got to do something, you know, heroic. And he was like, but that's not how I wrote it. You know, like, well, you know, it's it's just got to be that way. You know, Eddie Murphy talked about how they, you know, forced him to put Louis Anderson um, in Coming to America. Um, You know, and and so, you know, you you have these movies, you have these stories, um, you know, even going back to... um, the Katherine Johnson movie, Hidden Figures, you know, where Kevin Costner fought for her to go to the whites, oh, the you know, the restroom, you know, even though they were whites only restrooms. And, you know, everybody who, including Miss Johnson, said that that did not happen. And, and so, you know, it, it's not lost on me that whenever there is a story um, where black people are lifted up uh, in one way or another, there has to be a white savior. And and and, it, and, and, and it's not if it's not true and it's not necessary. Why why do we even need it? Well, that's exactly right. If it didn't happen, why are we adding that in? And the reason we're adding it in is because it makes money uh, historically. Now, would it still make money? I think that people vote with their dollars and. As a population, we have to decide what are we going to support and what are we not going to support. And I don't know the blind side. The movie would have done as well now as it did when it came out because the white savior concept wasn't wasn't as broadly talked about as it is now.
Yeah. Oh no. And and I, 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 you know what? I don't know because it wasn't broadly talked about in public circles. But I know black folks was talking about it. It was definitely talked about because there was debates about who's going to see it, and and everybody who didn't go to see it, we all knew why. And, and so I'm glad that we're able to shine a light and have the conversation publicly, because you have to look at this, you know, from from a different perspective. It's like, can we save ourselves? You know, can we can we just do it by ourselves? Do we have to have this, especially if it's not a part of the story, um, especially if it's made up and you're telling me that this is a story and this happened? You know, and it's, you know, part of it is is guilt. You know, Katherine Johnson, if you go back to Katherine Johnson's story, she single handedly saved Apollo 13. And in real time, nobody gave her credit. She didn't get any credit for what she did. Until 47 years later when the movie Hidden Figures came out. And here she is, Christy, one foot on the grave, one foot on the banana peel, in a wheelchair with dementia. And she's at the White House. She's getting all kind of statues at NASA. They're naming stuff after her. They should have done that the moment she did it. But her white male co-workers and everybody around her sat silently and allowed her to not get the recognition and the credit she deserved until this movie came out. It's so sad. Uh, it's so sad. And thank goodness the movie came out. So uh, that conversation was even broadly known at all. Uh, mm-hmm. She would have died, perhaps, without us giving her any recognition. And I agree with you. That movie added some things that were unnecessary. And I, one of the things that, you know, you and I have talked about this privately, uh, one of the things that's positive that has happened since George Floyd's murder is that uh, black folks, brown folks, white folks are having conversations about, hey, this is my experience. This is how I mm-hmm. grew up. This is how what I was taught to believe. And we can say, man, I think that's wrong. And here's why. But I don't think that, you know, different groups of folks were having conversations like that. And if we don't know, we can't do better. And I'm, and that's across everybody. But why, though? Because you and I have been having these conversations for 20 years. So tell me. Yeah. And, and I thought that everybody was having these conversations because me and you were having them. So I'm thinking everybody's talking, but everybody is not talking. Is it fear? Is it people are apprehensive? Is it people don't want to know and they want to keep things as usual? I, I just don't understand why we can't all come together and say, you know what? I don't know. Help me understand. This is my lived experience. This is why I teach my children to be uh, very careful around police and why I can't just let them go places without already scouting the area out. Honestly, I think it's that we have to have relationships where we trust each other with people who are different than us. And that's a hard thing to do because you don't want to, you know, nobody wants to offend someone else. Nobody wants to say the wrong thing. And so the way that you can get in a conversation with someone is to have a relationship with someone where you trust them and you can be really honest and open with them and you will not ruin a relationship and you will not offend anyone. And that's, you know, I mean, it's building these bridges, building these bridges with by making real authentic relationships. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that's what we got. I, I hope, you know, this is my hope. I hope that our relationship is a a role model for other people. I hope that our relationship really um, helps somebody. If it's a black woman, she go grab a white girlfriend at work and they sit down and talk and get to know each other better. Or if it's a white woman, just grab her black neighbor and and ask them over for some tea um, and and cookies or something. And, And so we just start really having some real good conversations so that our daughters don't have these same conversations that we have. I, I don't want Cameron and her friends to be talking about the same thing that me and you were talking about. I want there to be some progress made between our generation and hers. And bravo to you, Shaletta, for 
leading the charge in some of those conversations, you buying the billboards and propping up black business owners, we need to see, we as a whole community need to be able to see how we can prop each other up and celebrate each other and make connections with people. And you hosting that CARE 11 special of talking with teenagers about race. And that's what it, we have to be brave and courageous and walk into these difficult conversations and make real relationships for the purpose of doing better by the next generation. Yeah. And now I know we've been talking about some real serious stuff and and this is kind of serious, but I want to get your take on it. Um, I want to know if you can stick around with me um, after the commercial break, because there's some drama going on. This is kind of fun drama, but kind of serious, but I want to get your take on it because this girl, Kiki Palmer, is making lemonades out of lemons and she's making money doing it between Usher and her and the baby daddy and the dress she wore and the social media backlash. She's raked in millions of dollars. It's like she went to the Christie Peel School of uh, Market Strategic Marketing because she is, <laughs> she is doing it. And so we're going to talk about what she's doing when we come back. If you're looking for business advice, everyone's got an opinion, an angle, a surefire five-step plan. But if you want to know whether any of it actually makes sense for your business, who do you turn to? Work with a banker who understands your business goals and how a strong banking relationship can help you achieve them. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. We all need to think about our mental well-being. We're here for you. We need to be checking in on each other for support. Have you checked on your people lately? You're not alone. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. Community. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.org Everybody has a few things lying around that seem like trash but aren't right for the garbage bin either. Ramsey County is here to help. So if it's that pile of branches, those leftover food scraps, that stack of paint cans, or that old TV... Ramsey County makes it easy to drop off items like these and more without a lot of extra work. Free of charge. Learn what items you can dispose of and wear at RamseyRecycles.com. Because in Ramsey County, recycling is for everyone. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at GeneralMills.com forward slash racial equity. Kiki Palmer is singing a new song with Usher. Yes. Okay, I don't know if you all follow this or if you've heard anything about it, but it is one of the juiciest stories on social media right now. And I'm sorry that this is the gossip hour on the Shaletta Show, but sometimes you got to just take a deep dive into the gutter and get dirty. And that's what we are doing today right now on the show. So, Kiki Palmer, uh, you remember she used to host the third hour of Good Morning America. She uh, is a singer. She's an entertainer. Uh, she was in a movie with Angela, Blass, uh, Angela Bassett, Akila in the B. Uh, I don't know if you all remember that. She was a talk show host. Uh, she's uh, the spokesperson for that new soft drink, Starry. 
uh, which I love. Um, but anyway, so she has a brand new baby and a brand new boyfriend. And, you know, after she lost her baby weight, she started feeling frisky. And so she took a girl's trip to Vegas, which a lot of women are doing because Usher um, it has a residency there in Las Vegas. And so um, Kiki went there and she got all dressed up in her skimpy outfit and the baby daddy. Um, posted on social media that she wasn't acting like a mother. Um, she needs to put some clothes on. And he was pretty much attacked uh, right off. And, and then Usher capitalized on it. And he and Kiki Palmer have a song together. And now she has a whole new clothing line I call I Am a Mother that can't stay on the shelves long enough because everybody who is a mama is buying it. And and so the video with Kiki and Usher just came out. Everybody's making money and winning off this except the baby daddy who complained in the first place. I tell you, Christy Peel, uh, Kiki Palmer is brilliant at marketing and seeing a situation and taking full advantage of it uh, for herself and for her family. A hundred percent. And I think women all over are clapping for her and it's having, you know, they're going on their girls trips, wearing her clothes, going to the Usher concert. It, it's brilliant. And if, I mean, I'm a skeptic, you know that about me. I know. I know. If, I would like to, I don't think that this was orchestrated, but if it was, I give her even more credit. If that, if the whole thing was completely planned and it was all part of a master plan by a PR person, like hats off to them. And this is the thing. We all know it's not because the boy done got moved out the house. Uh, she's taking shots at him in his songs and on social media. She's in the Usher video. And, girl, this is the thing. So now every woman that I know. Is getting their girlfriends, they're getting the Kiki Palmer gear, and they're going to the Usher concert to the point that Usher has extended. Did you see this? He's extended his residency. He was supposed to be done in Vegas in October, but this thing has brought so many people to see him perform. Like, what is he doing? He's breaking up homes that he's now extended it through the end of December. And really, what can we learn from this? Number one, if you want to say something to your partner, don't say it on social media. <laughs> Have a conversation. Come on, people. Like, number one is that. And then number two is if if things start going a little bit south in your life, there's probably a silver lining here. I mean, I'm guessing that there were other reasons that they broke up and perhaps, you know, who knows what happened behind closed doors. And maybe someday we'll find out when their Netflix, you know, um, streaming show comes out. Right. Uh, But, you know, she saw something negative happening in in her life and decided to monetize it. Bravo. You know, and and, and are the days over when people break up? Or they have some drama in their life and they put out that news release that, you know, it's standard. Please respect our privacy at this time. I mean, Kiki was like, yep, he said it. I'm going to wear my clothes. I'm going to get a whole new line of merch to support women and encourage and inspire them. I'm going to be in this Usher video. I'm going to be singing on his his, his album. And um, Usher's like, yeah, and I'm going to uh, take advantage of this, too, because I'm going to increase uh, the amount of time I'm going to be in Vegas. And, and so now everybody who is uh, finding out that I'm even here because of this, y'all can come see uh, me perform and find out why I'm breaking up up happy homes. And I think that's another point that, you know, leaders, anyone who's in any kind of public sphere, if someone is leading an organization, if they're in a business sphere, forget the famousness of Usher and Kiki Palmer and that whole situation. If something happens that gets public, even if it gets public in your office, 
even if it, it gets public on some small site, you have the responsibility to do something with that information because if you don't, people connected to it potentially will do something negative. So that's what Kiki Palmer did here. Something happened in her, it became public and she said, all right, now I'm going to control the narrative. I'm going to own this. I'm not going to let him own this. I'm not going to let someone else own it. I'm going to own it. I'm going to speak up on behalf of other women because she realized her influence yeah. and it's, yeah. it's working out for her. And that's something that the, the to your point earlier, not the please respect my privacy. That doesn't work. It doesn't. Everyone who says, please respect mm. my privacy. There's paparazzi across the street or there's, you know, private memos or whatever leaks. So the let's just say nothing about it and it'll go away. Days are over. Yeah. Do you think social media uh, was a big factor in that? Because it used to be uh, respect our privacy. We'll speak when the time is right. And then we just be sitting around twiddling our thumbs back in 1985 until they had a news conference. And then they came out, read this statement and they left. But now with social media, it's really a gr- the great equalizer. It's the great equalizer. And it also has sped up timelines Ooh. because social media doesn't sleep. You something you the days when you put out bad news on a Friday and then you hope people forget about it over the weekend. No, because <laughs> people are on social media all weekend long. Yeah. So it in my world of PR and crisis communication and reputation management, there is no waiting or let's see what happens. You have to go strong, play the offense, take control of a narrative and don't wait around. All right. Now, you got to tell people where they can find you because Media Minefield is right here in the Twin Cities. I know they think, oh, my gosh, she's talking to some kind of New York uh, public relations expert. Christy Peel is right here. We have a jewel right here in the Twin Cities. And I know your resources are available for companies and individuals who need, whether it's crisis management, public relations, getting the word out about a book or a business. You're you're right here local. So I want to make sure people know how they can reach you. Sure. Thanks, Shalotta. You're so sweet. Media Minefield, you can Google it. It's mine like an explosion, not mind like a brain. So Media Minefield, um, follow me on social. I put out all sorts of content. My goal is to help people with their PR, with their management, with their reputations. And by the way, these New York firms, like we're staying in Minneapolis because you don't have to go to a coast to get excellent quality help. No, you don't. You are right here. And I love you, girl. Have a good weekend. Love you. Mwah. All right, y'all stick around. We'll be right back. Before she became an autism advocate and mom of four, Shaletta Brundage was an Emmy Award-winning comedian. Need something to put a smile in your face? Laughing with Letta is sure to tickle your funny bone. Check it out, but pee first and make sure you ain't drinking nothing when Shaletta's on a roll. That way you won't have anything to clean up when the podcast is over. in a good way to check out previous episodes log on to her website sheletamakesmelaugh.com you can also check out where she's appearing next and score cool merch hi I'm Shaletta Brundage I'm a media personality podcaster and a business owner but my most important role is mom Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found ACRA. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. 
The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family too. Your research is done and you've made the decision. You're ready to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Here are a few things to know before you go. Vaccinations in Minnesota are free, but bring health insurance information if you have it. It's okay if you don't have health insurance. You don't need it to get the vaccine. Bring your legal ID too, if you're comfortable sharing it. But a legal ID is not required for you to get the vaccine. When you get your shot, you'll get a card with information about your vaccine, or you can keep track on an app. It's easy to find the closest clinic or pharmacy where you can get your free vaccine. Go to vaccines.gov for your nearest location. That's vaccines.gov. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. Summers are a great time to park it. So take time to make time in your glorious Minneapolis parks. Now when you enjoy your beaches and lakes, piers and playgrounds, trails and paths, you can also stroll through the Minneapolis park markets. Now through the end of August, there's a park market every Friday evening at Minnehaha Regional Park. And there's a park market every Sunday afternoon and evening at Lake Harriet. Meet local artisans and small business owners selling unique goods and handcrafted items created right here for you. And with every park market, there's always live local music, too. August is Black Business Month, so be sure to support the park market vendors of color. Park markets, one more reason to park it in your Minneapolis parks. To find locations and hours, go to MinneapolisParks.org, then click on Activities and Events and look for park markets. Do you worry that lead-based pain in your older home might be dangerous to your children or kids who visit you? Well, Hennepin County put those fears to rest. Hennepin County offers free lead tests and home assessments. If they find anything, eligible homeowners and landlords can receive up to $15,000 for work on the home, including new windows. The government banned lead-based paint 45 years ago when it was discovered that lead poisoning can affect development and cause permanent damage in young children. But 75% of those homes built before 1978 still contain some lead-based paint. As the paint degrades, it can make dust that little kids ingest when they're crawling and putting things in their mouths. So make sure your home is safe and hazard-free. Learn about testing and that $15,000 grant at hennepin.us backslash lead control. That's hennepin.us backslash lead control. You know Shaletta makes you laugh, but did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? 
media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business.